The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Modern Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I'm so glad you're here. I manifested my way all the way to HGTV, and now I help you design the life you deserve through simple and practical Feng Shui manifesting methods. My intention is for you to feel more inspired than you were before you hit play. Are you ready to design the life you deserve? Let's get started glad you're here. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I am like beyond excited for our conversation today. I feel like we have known each other for a good, I think it was five years. I was thinking earlier today when we first connected and it may have been 2018, maybe 2019. And it's been this beautiful relationship of reconnecting after maybe six months to a year on a personal level in this capacity. And it's just so much fun. I find our conversations are so engaging and thought provoking and inspiring for others as well, including myself. (laughs) Same. Could not agree more with you on this. I'm so excited to speak with you because as I was telling you right before we started recording, you know, I have a lot of guests on the show, but I have such a variety. It's like a mixed bag. I had like an angel intuitive on the show and a lot of astrologers and numerologists and all the things because I'm into all the things, but it's always very special when I can bring in another feng shui practitioner on the show because this is truly why people come here. They want to know how they can change their lives, how they can manifest with feng shui. And we'll of course give every listener today a good dose of that. Um, But I also want to kind of set this up for the listeners that, you know, Jess and I have a lot of things in common. And I think that you're going to see a lot of yourself in our stories today. And essentially I have been watching Jess grow as a feng shui practitioner for the past five years, but she wasn't always full-time feng shui. She actually started her journey, um, and you can speak more to this, Jess, but you started as an interior designer. And I've always looked up to you because you are a full-time entrepreneur. And I just think that that's so brave and so courageous. And I really want listeners who are kind of tuning in today to see themselves in your story, especially for those of you who are looking to 
transition careers, or you have maybe a side hustle or passion project, and you just feel like that's where your heart is, but you've got to pay the bills. And maybe you're kind of in this weird middle space. I feel like having this conversation with Jessica today could really give you some insight into, you know, how to lean more into that passion project, lean more into that side hustle and truly make an amazing, abundant career of it. Um, And then secondly, I feel like audience members who are kind of tuning in today, we are both moms, you know, Jess has three kids. And again, she can kind of speak more to that. But I, I really feel that life is moving at a very fast pace in the 3D world right now. And I know for me, feng shui has really helped me to stay grounded and to live in flow. And it's been not only helping me through with like abundance and actual money, but it helps me with my well-being, my peace of mind. And being a mom is no joke, especially when you have littles. And I just, I think the second part of our conversation, I really wanted to connect with Jessica around how has, you know, feng shui changed your life the past five, 10 years, and especially through being a mom and how it's like really impacted your entire family and the way that you not only run your household, but the way that you interact with your kids and the way that you feel throughout your days. So it's kind of loaded, but there's like these two layers. It's like, this is, this conversation's for you. If you're, you know, in a career transition or you want to change careers and it's for you, if you're busy, I think for everyone who's busy, but really those busy moms out there. So let's get started, Jess. How about you? How about you dive in and you kind of (laughs) just tell us a little bit about your origin story. And I know I've heard this before, but it never gets old. I want to hear how did you, you know, really become this full-time entrepreneur that you are? I know it didn't always look like this. Not at all. And it's interesting because I knew from a very young age that my environment heavily influenced myself. And, you know, when I was very young was looking at arranging my bedroom as a way to support the best sleep I could possibly have. Cause I knew when I had a good night's sleep the next day, I felt so energized and refreshed and could just show up more fully and more present and more authentically myself as well. And in the best version of myself, I should say. And So that was very young. After high school, I went to university for business. I knew that, well, at the time I wasn't aware of feng shui, but interior design um, was definitely a calling for myself. And so when I went to school for business, I didn't see how that made sense in my life for the long run. It was interesting because I had friends that would say, oh, well, you can start your own business. And I'm thinking, no, I don't know. Like that wasn't my, that certainly wasn't my intention going into this. It was just to do what I enjoyed and make that be my living and how I, you know, earned my, my, my dollars and cents. And so I actually went to school and received my human resources degree. And I was working full-time for five years with the federal government in human resource positions. And so it was very much like an office setting. Um, I had my little cubicle. I had my coworkers that became like a family. Um, But year 
after year, it just felt harder and harder for me to be there. Like my mental well-being was really being affected. I found it really challenging to see how my actions on the day-to-day was impacting, you know, positivity and healing around the world. Again, at the time, I didn't see it as energy healing. This was really my kind of coming about story and how energy healing came to me because it came to me at a time that I really, really needed it myself. Um, Mentally, I wasn't in the empowered, strong state that I am today, for sure. But my confidence, um, like I said, my purpose and my meaning for life just wasn't as apparent or obvious to me at the time. So it just made the day feel more monotonous. And it didn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, I just couldn't see how the pieces are fitting together at the time. Um, Saying that, though, I did start um, working with energy healing at the time. And I believe it was the same time that um, the shift came about, the movie. And I had a big, you know, intention setting ceremony with a good friend of mine where we did vision boards. We watched Wayne Dyer up on, you know, in his movie, and it was just so powerful and so impactful, and it just really opened myself up to a whole world of energy and looking at my life more as a spiritual being than, you know, a human just existing in the world. And so it just cracked me open quite a bit, and at the time, it didn't have any apparent like obvious shifts that I was noticing. I say that, but friends and family would probably say the opposite because I started to regain so much hope and positivity and passion for life. So my eyes were opened up to um, a new chapter, a new path that felt more aligned to myself. So I ended up putting in my letter of resignation uh, with the government, which was one of the easiest yet most challenging decisions to make because it was a giant leap of faith because with this position I had you know a permanent career path I had a wonderful salary full benefit so it was literally a a leap of faith Um, when I did that it was like um it was, a, it was a challenging period of time because it was like my safety net was gone. However, going through that really allowed me to start noticing what was happening around me, being more present, but also being more aware of opportunities that really lit me up and was super exciting. It was like very obvious what my path, my higher path, I want to say, was one that really just felt so good and inspiring and encouraging and what I will say especially for those listening as well is when you put out an intention to feel more connected more inspired more present with life you will start noticing different signs um, but different opportunities that will come your way that's going to help give you the tools, the knowledge, the skills, the courage, the bravery to take those next steps. And so that's really 
what that period of time was for myself and huge learning of myself, what, what I needed to feel my best. And I also realized that when I started showing up differently, uh, those around me started to shift and change as well. And so friends and um, I don't say family, but my relationship with my family members grew more deep and um, supportive and encouraging, which was something I hadn't anticipated ahead of time. Uh, but then it left also this big period of my day-to-day -day life where it was, okay, well, where you know, what do I want to do? What feels most aligned? And how am I going to help serve, you know, my community, um, my country, my, like the world at large. So I started to study interior design. And again, though, I still felt like there's something missing. Like interior design was fantastic because um, it was a program that really helped me see kind of the big picture and then also how to um, work with color, work with, you know, different pieces of furniture, how to really create a space. But it was like, it was a year later, I was like, but there's still more. <laughs> and at the time I was um, practicing yoga and meditation for the first time, Reiki, um, I was doing also Qigong, like practicing all sorts of different energy healing modalities. And there was just one day at the end of my Qigong class, I said, there's got to be a way <laughs> to incorporate energy healing and interior design. And that's when feng shui came into my life. Um, it was much more, <laughs> it was much more obvious. And when I started learning about feng shui, it just, it was another one of those callings or those puzzle pieces, if you will, those breadcrumbs that was just like, this makes complete sense to me. <laughs> like, it's like I found this area that I really want to explore further. And so I did and studied feng shui um, and then was able to create a, a design practice around um, offering design consultations where I'm looking also at the energy of this space and how when we make the decisions of, you know, where we're placing furniture, for example, um, what items we choose to include, with most crystals or most different colors, and looking at the other, you know, various feng shui tools of the boggle map and space clearing, the five elements. It's just like it really enriched my understanding but also was then able to enrich the experience that I was having with clients. And Ooh. just going back to the point of when, you know, you really open yourself up to what lights you up. Um, I would say what really feels like your calling is following those breadcrumbs. Again, trusting the tools, the expertise, um, the relationships that are going to really encourage and support you along the way come <laughs> and there's a bit of surrendering and trusting there as well um but now it's been seven I'm almost on to my eighth year of practice and it's just honestly every year continues to grow and evolve 
my capacity for holding space for clients and like variety of different clients is increasing. Um, it's just amazing to see these manifestations come to life when it all started from, you know, very small seeds of intention and vision that was planted like, well, more than eight years ago. <laughs> and I finally am continuing to refine the vision and just feel more deeply into what it is that I do and can offer for others as well. And it's like the more I'm able to do that, the more I'm also receiving financially um, and in just abundance in all areas, really. Yeah. Mm, I love that. And I have so many, I actually have like some follow-up questions, yeah. <laughs> but you know, first, I think before we get into, because ultimately like what you're explaining is that like, you took a leap of faith. And I think that that's where I even get stuck. And I think the fact that you said that once you make a decision that you want to contribute in a different way to your country, to the world, which by the way, Jess is coming from, to us from Canada, failed to mention that piece. Once you make that decision, it still takes a lot of courage and faith to, to take that step in the next direction. I think it starts with that planning, that seed of intention, but there's so much that needs to shift. And I'm so glad you brought up Dr. Wayne Dyer actually. And I have a comment about that, but there's so much around you, like the people you surround yourself with. Um, and just, there's a lot of inner work that comes with taking that calculated risk of going off on your own, because we do have this self-perceived safety net of the benefits, the salary, the, that, so, you know, that nine to five gives us this illusion. And it really, in some ways it's an illusion and in some ways it's not, it's just that it, we feel like that's a safety net and it's a very real thing. And yet, you know, I've spoken to so many entrepreneurs. I just got off of a very high level mastermind retreat, rubbing elbows with entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs making multi six figures, seven figures because they took that leap. And it's kind of like we get so boxed into this safety net that we don't even see the possibility beyond that. And there's so much possibility when you do go out on your own, you know, Absolutely. <laughs> the sky's the limit. Um, but the thing is, so Dr. Wayne Dyer was interestingly sort of my entry point to spirituality and my introduction to him was the power of intention, which is extremely in alignment with the shift, the movie he ended up coming out with. Um, I don't know if you know this, but this podcast is now part of the mind, body, spirit.fm network. And it was co-founded by Diane Ray who used to co-host a show with Dr. Wayne Dyer and essentially uh, Diane Ray ran Hay House Radio. So when I had the opportunity to bring the podcast to mindbodyspirit.fm, it was like a no brainer and I was so grateful. And I do feel like Dr. Wayne Dyer is like one of my spirit guides in many ways. So Dr. Wayne Dyer, you know, comes up in conversations with guests on the show because it just is like that reminder that like, you know, what he would teach, um, it changes lives. And you really were inspired by this concept of like, if it's on your heart and you set your intention, anything is possible. And that expansive mindset is what helped you to step into the seemingly scary from a logical perspective, the seemingly scary 
um, step in your life, which was to leave the cubicle and step into your passion, which was at the time interior design. And then I think it's really interesting how you are already doing spiritual things like Qigong and all of that. And then you found feng shui. Whereas, you know, and I feel like my, my journey was a little bit like I found feng shui first and then I got into Reiki and energy healing and all that other stuff. So it's just interesting, but I think it all sort of speaks to each other. Um, So my final kind of follow-up question around being this entrepreneur that you are, um, you know, there's a lot of benefits to being an entrepreneur. You know, you kind of call the shots, but at the end of the day, it's like you're still sometimes in in some aspects, it could probably be even more challenging um, to be your own boss, I guess, because it's like, it's all (laughs) on you. So my question, I guess, for you was going to just be, you know, it's been seven years of running your business. You know, you have three young kids. Maybe you can share with us how old they are. Um, You said that it continues to blossom and it continues to just, you know, grow in many different ways as far as the fulfilling aspect of it goes, the monetary financial aspect. Would you say though, that there's pieces of it that are, are, are the challenges like different from working that nine to five in the cubicle or like, are there parts of entrepreneurship that have been really challenging? And like, have you used feng shui to help you through it? I'm just really curious. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Absolutely. It's been an interesting journey to say the least. And there's there's constantly (laughs) there's always these challenges and I don't want to say the word obstacle because it can be you know quite a strong term to use but absolutely like these learning curves because as an entrepreneur right you're you're the accountant you're the marketing you know representative you serve your clients so you have the skill and the talent um, and I feel like as a mother, so my children are six, eight, and 10 at the moment. And, you know, especially when you're at home and you're running your own business, you know, life too can sort of really demand a lot of your time and your energy. So creating these like energetic barrier or boundaries, I want to say around what you practice and your craft is so valuable. Because in any given day, I could be receiving a call from school because one of the kids needs to be picked up because they weren't feeling well. So there's my attention being redirected, um, but constantly coming back to what it is that I'm developing, um, creating in my business is something I feel like is an ongoing challenge if you will, something that I always have to keep on my mind or else it could easily just be maybe a week, you know, that passes and haven't had that time and energy put into 
you know, the cultivation of my practice. But what I've realized, and, and it's interesting, is this, this life work balance of, you know, maintaining. What I've realized, though, is when I'm too far away from my business, I actually start to miss it. But it's like my practice is this grounding and encouraging and supportive element for myself. So it's like I, I don't go far from it if I do. Um, and I'm able to, of course, like communicate with my family, you know, if I need a little extra time, um, like today, for example, it's a Sunday afternoon and I'm spending this amazing hour with yourself recording our podcast interview and, you know, my, my family is doing their thing and having their time without me. So there's this life work balance, I want to say. But there's this immense benefit for me being here and not having to be on mom duty uh, 24-7. And I think that really is going to be great for consideration in the next part of our conversation because, you know, as a mom, it was almost my driving factor for even starting a business in the first place because I see myself as... You know, you know, being a mother is such an important role in my life. And therefore, being able to role model this potential for our children also to step into the world of entrepreneurship, to feel like they can um, really grow as large as they want and take their life in the direction that they want and to be that source of empowerment for themselves is really like a huge part of my why and my mission as well. And seeing, you know, even thinking long-term like legacy and what kind of opportunities, you know, taking this leap of faith has created for not only myself and my husband, but my children, my grandchildren, their children, like the whole lineage of ancestry. Mm. Okay. So I'm so glad you started to bring up this aspect of balance, right? And like, I think it's pretty clear to anyone listening, like if you're working a nine to five, if you're in the cubicle doing all the things, there are going to be challenges there too. And then the challenges of running your own business, being that entrepreneur and contributing to the world in a unique way that's uniquely your own, something that you've created, um, that is also going to present its own challenges as well. So it's kind of like pick, choose your challenge, right? Because it's going to happen. But then I also feel like what you're kind of describing around how feng shui has helped you with that balance. Um, I, I can completely relate. And I think it's, for me, it's by default. Like I have to do this. There is no other way to run my business without being so intentional and so strategic in a sense that like, I only have so many hours in the day. <laughs> so right. I need feng shui to help me to attract the right clients. And I need feng shui to help me with, you know, attracting the perfect opportunities that are going to be the most um, robust for, for the business, most robust for also like the most impactful is what I'm trying to say. You know, how can I reach the most people? And I mean, early on in my career, cause I am an entrepreneur, I do have my own feng shui business, but early on, I was spending a lot of time sort of hustling, you know, doing everything I thought I had to do, like w burning the 
at both ends, you know, um, going on Instagram live, you know, writing all the emails and doing all the things. And I was really getting burnt out because I was hustling so hard. And then I still had to be a mom and I still had to, um, you know, go to work nine to five. And it was, it was a lot. And I do feel that through feng shui, through those, I love how you brought up the front door, you know, through just continuing with my practice, setting my intention, being very clear with what it is I was looking to attract in my life. It really helped adjust. Like my life is so different now because I've taken a step back and the helpful people have come in to help me streamline, less hustle, more flow, more money and less hustle. Like it's possible. And so I just appreciate how you're sharing that. Like, you know what? it's not going to be about working harder as much as it's, you know, being working more intentionally. And I do feel that in our culture, there's kind of like, there's a shift happening, but there's like this toxic masculinity, which is like, you must do more. You must push harder to make more. And then there's this divine masculinity in which you do the work, but you do it in a strategic way that, supports your personal energy. And I just want, you know, men and women who are listening, we all have the divine masculine within us and we all have the divine feminine within us. And I just, I just really want to clarify that like through feng shui, I just feel, and I've seen it through my clients and and Jess, you're, you're really describing it beautifully too, through your business and how you live your life. It is so possible to live in flow and make great money doing what you love, but without, you don't have to, I think we somewhat in our culture, like glorify the hustle and we glorify, like, if you're not working super hard, then you're not doing it right. Like you're not doing enough. And it's kind of like this paradigm shift and I'm feeling it for myself. And it's really awesome just to hear how you are embracing that for yourself too. So um, before we go today, let's chat. We have very similar age kids. Your, I have a nine-year-old, Abby, and then a six-year-old. So like real similar, except for you've got an extra one in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a little bit, you're a little bit busier. Um, but nonetheless, could you just kind of describe for me, like, um, I don't know, like you really did such a beautiful job of explaining how feng shui has Im- impacted your life and. I really appreciate that. But like, is there anything specific that you would share that really has helped to um, helped you as a mom with your energy as well as helped your kids? Like, what would you say, like, if anyone could walk away with something just to help them feel more grounded, feel more at ease in their life? I just feel like life is moving at a really fast pace. So how do you get more into the flow and be more present through feng shui? Absolutely. So that's really loaded wonderful. Question, it is a bit of a loaded question, but I'll try and answer it in, or I will answer it in a way where it's um, like, no, cause there's a lot clear. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, it is a paradigm shift because, and it's interesting too, because when in the world of like hustle and the hamster wheel of like, go, 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 it can leave one feeling disconnected, ungrounded, And I think there's this beautiful opportunity with entrepreneurship in particular 
because it gives you that opportunity to be intentional with your time, but more importantly, your energy as well. And to make, you know, create a life that's really providing that balance between um, home and work, but, you know, self-care, self-love. Um, and giving to others like your children as well because I do find like as a mother it's it it can be a lot and it can be extremely overwhelming and I've been there I have had days like that and you know I think that one of the the things that really connects me with other mothers as well because it's not an experience that's unique and with feng shui it's been I want to say it's made my life so much more easier, but when I say easier, I mean joyful in flow. Um, moments earlier, I was mentioning about how, you know, I could be working from home at my office and then get a call from the school that one of the kids needs to be picked up. How wonderful that I'm in a position that I can, you know, set my stuff aside to go and, and put on the mom cap pick up my children from school and be there for them as well and be present for them so it's been interesting in the world of entrepreneurship of how you have that flexibility with your time um, with feng shui and how that has really helped with you know myself it allows me to feel more grounded more supported more anchored in myself because my environment is reflecting that I feel it within myself. Um, there's practical ways that I can shift the energy in my space to be feeling more inflow and balanced in in harmony with myself. And when I am, you know, feeling more balanced and harmony, harmonious and uh, present, then I'm also able to show up more for my children um, and also role model that for them, so they themselves can create their environment that's going to be really supportive of themselves um, even more specifically uh, for my own personal energy one being what I've already mentioned a little bit about is you know having my home office so having my home office set up for you know creating a sustainable energy and workflow um, is a huge benefit so I can pop into my home office to be more efficient with my time because <laughs> there are only 24 hours in a day. So we want to make the most of the time that we do have um, when we're working on a business. Um, but then in other areas of my home as well, like our main bedroom set up with feng shui so that I can have the most deep and nourishing sleep for my personal energy um, it helps me to foster that deep love for myself and others. Um, and, and too, you know, our children's bedrooms are extremely intentional as most you know, all spaces in my, my home in particular, their bedrooms set up as well so that they can feel rested so that when the morning comes, they're up, they're energized, um, they're ready for the day, making sure that you know, their clothing is at a height where they can reach. Um, they've got a nice full length mirror so they can check themselves out and feel confident about themselves so they can have strong relationships with others. So friends, classmates, 
their teachers, um, you know, other family members, things like that. And then having, you know, our dining room set up for us to come together and gather as a family. Just feel like feng shui is definitely infused in our day-to-day -day life. And it has been incredibly empowering and, and encouraging to live a life where we feel our best and when we don't that we feel like we have a safe container where we can really release and create space in our life to kind of refocus on and realign and set some stronger intentions as to where we'd like to see ourselves going and what path we want to traverse well it sounds so simple like create a sanctuary in your bedroom and do the same for your kids but like how foundational is that good night's sleep and how foundational is it to foster their self-confidence with a full length mirror? It is the little shifts that are going to create this huge ripple effect when they go out into the world. And I just love how you just described that like you, you're creating this safety container, this safe space to help foster your dreams. And it's all working together in alignment with what it is that you desire to step into, what you want for your kids to step into. Because I think we know, like you don't have to look very far by just turning on the news or looking at Instagram and scrolling for a few minutes. You're going to see that there's some harsh things happening in our world today, but there's also so much goodness and potential for such light to shine. And I think truly it starts at home. You know, and I, and there's a great mother Teresa quote where she says, if you want to bring peace and joy to the world, go home and hug your family and love your family. And I think that that's, that message is just the great work, the light work that we have to do in this world starts within the four walls of your own home. And it helps nourish like what you're doing for your family and what you're doing for yourself is going to create this ripple effect in your community, in your country and in the world. And I just don't want anyone. I want everyone who's listening to all the listeners just to remember just like how powerful you are, that your dreams were given uniquely to you because you were meant to fulfill them. And when you step into those dreams, just like Jess did through her entrepreneurial endeavors, following her heart, not just settling for you know, oh, this is my degree that I got stepping into her passion as an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. It's by doing, following your heart and stepping into your passion, no matter how scary it seems, it's actually going to create the greatest ripple effect in the world. And you're doing it for your family and you're also doing it for your community and beyond. So thank you so much for sharing that, Jess. And I'm curious to know, because I've actually taken some of your online courses. I took um, feng shui for your kid's bedroom. And I know you used to have those courses. I would love to know where can people find you? We'll definitely put some information in the show notes with your site and everything. But is there any way that people can sort of access your wisdom, your feng shui? Um, but like, yeah, what are some of your current offerings? That's what I'd like to know. Absolutely. So currently I'm working quite a bit one-on-one -on -one with clients. However, I do still have my own classes available for purchase so that the recording can be viewed at the convenience of whomever's really looking for that focused information and guidance for themselves in their own life. And so I have five online courses available about 
five different areas in your home. One is the home office, one's the main bedroom, children's bedrooms, front entrance, and kitchen. Um, the most active I am, apart from those two offerings, are on Instagram. And so I share, you know, posts a couple times a week where I'm, you know, sharing little inspiration pieces, um, encouraging to, you know, sharing more information about feng shui, I should say, um, and and on my stories as well, really sharing and showing up and sharing some information there and, you know, talking a little bit about how feng shui is continuing to improve and impact our family, um, but also what we're up to, you know, what changes that I'm making in my own home that's really supporting my own well-being and growth and evolution and being more intentional with with where I'm yeah designing mm -hmm. my space too yeah um yeah I I love watching you on Instagram and it's really cool to see just the evolution of your home and your family and how it's all going and and just to sort of see the feng shui in action it's like I tell people all the time, like I live a feng shui mm -hmm. lifestyle and it's like, it's hard to describe, yeah. but I feel like when you go to visit your page, you can see it in action, like what it means. And I'm also glad that you mentioned that you have the feng shui in your home office course, because I, I failed to mention this, but when you said you have this office space that you work, that was a huge manifestation for me. Um, in January last year, I had this aha realization moment that like my husband and I were sharing an office space, but it was essentially his office space, nine to five. And then if I need to do a podcast interview, I'd pop in and we'd switch computers around. And it was this huge to do. And I actually had this realization last year that like I needed to create my own office space. And I'm telling you, it sounds so mundane and it sounds so almost like, duh, Christina, like if you have your own office space, it's going to help your business. But as a feng shui practitioner, sometimes I find that we have our own blind spots and I designed my own home office. We transferred, uh, transitioned a guest bedroom into a office for me. And it's been incredible uh, yeah. uh, what it's done for my business. Um, so it's just another example of how, when you set up your environment to support your dreams and desires, it's very beneficial and, and it's beneficial in the monetary financial sense, but also the ripple effect goes into so many different areas of your life. So thank you for bringing that piece up. <laughs> I hope you all will go visit uh, Jess Neary, go visit her on Instagram, go visit her site. And Jess, thank you so much for being here today. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you and reconnect with you. Uh, this will not be the last time. So I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much, Christina. Truly an enlightening conversation. And I'm really glad that we touched upon some beautiful point. So I really thank you for this opportunity and having me here. Thank you, everyone. And listeners, I'll see you next time where I'll help you design the life you deserve. That's all for today's episode of Modern Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. Thank you so much for being here. If you like this show, please leave a review and tell a friend. You can submit any questions about manifesting with feng shui at mindbodyspirit.fm and I'll answer them here on the show. Don't forget to grab your free manifesting with feng shui mini course at the link in the show notes. 
see you next time where I'll help you design the life you deserve. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.